All right, Joel. So just before I was hitting the the record button, you and I were literally talking about how far you've come in this industry. And so for the audience, for context, how long you've been selling? And then what was the production in 2021? And then the first half of 2022? And then we'll start to unpack everything. Yes, yeah, so I've been selling for a couple of years. I started off in Kansas, moved out to Hilton Head, South Carolina, been out here for about a year and a half now. Um, 2021 wasn't so hot. I think maybe I was at like $26,000. In income, right? Yeah, in commissions, correct. And then what did you do? What have you done so far in 2022? Uh, right now I have 75 closed and I have about another 75 in pending. So you have already generated 150,000 in GCI halfway through 2022. Yeah. I got a couple of them closing uh, next week. So that's a massive mm -hmm. difference. Like you 2021, 26 K this year, halfway through the year, you're to 150. We usually don't see jumps that big. And so that's why I wanted to have you back on the podcast. Because when we did this before, you were just getting started. So I want to, and not only me, but the whole real estate agent community will get so many good tactical takeaways from how in the world have you been able to do that? So where to start off the conversation? Probably, uh, probably the mindset is, is where I want to dig in first. Because I remember you and I having conversations, many conversations around the mindset where I think, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you were concerned at times. I mean, you're like, is this, am I doing the right thing? Am I on the right path? Uh, is this going to work for me? Um, but you kept your head down. You kept doing the work. Let's speak to the mindset first. What did you learn going through this journey? Yeah, you know, just I just kind of followed a lot of things that, that you preached. Um, just, you know, have blind faith and just just do it, just do the work, put the time in and, uh, you know, be detached from the outcome. And as time went on, that, that became a lot easier, of course. Um, but yeah, just you got to put the work in, you know. Yeah. So specifically with that, and I love how straightforward you are. Like it, there's just no emotions. Like you got to put the work in. Um can you speak specifically to pipeline maturity and what that means for people that are just getting started? Because like you, many people getting started don't understand. They feel like they're spinning their wheels. They're making the calls. They're making the contacts. They haven't experienced those leads turning into listings and those listings turning into paychecks while they're building the pipeline. How would you explain that to somebody when they first start building that pipeline? Yeah, for me personally, I added every single person that I could into my database. Like no matter what they said, I took their email, I put it in my database and I followed up with them. If they said I'm never going to sell, then I'd follow up with them later on that year and just, hey, do you have any questions on the market? We spoke you know, earlier this year. So I did that with every, 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 everybody. And then after a while, it kind of became like, all right, I have a lot of business now. It's like, I can't really follow up with everybody. Okay, so I really started like segmenting A, B, C a little bit better. Um, but that's kind of how it, how it became, you know, I followed up with everybody. And eventually I had people in my database that reached out and just, you know, market evaluations or just straight up asking like, hey, you know, we're ready to, to do something or we're going to be in town and just, you know, get together and go from there. Yeah. Do you remember back to... Man, we've had so many good conversations, but 
you know, I guess the mindset around, and then we'll move off the mindset, we'll get on the tactical side of the business, but the mindset of building the database, if you can remember back, right? Because you were going through a lot of pain building it. You didn't know that at the time, the work you were doing was going to turn into the business you have now. Can you remember back to say, okay, how do I, what was your mindset to keep going when I'm sure there were days that you were like, dude, I just don't know. I just don't know if this is going to work. Well, up until like August of, uh, of last year, or maybe even, uh, you know, September, I've always been like, I haven't always really been like super consistent with it. So my mindset come like August, September was like, all right, I've been, have I really been honest with myself? You know, what have I really been doing? And everyone always talks about this 90 day ramp up period. So in my mind, I just had like 90 days. I was focused on 90 days. Like, I don't care what happened every day. I was going to call for three hours, at least four hours, five hours, just for 90 days, like forget about everything. And before I got to 90 days, it was like, I had more business than I could handle. Amazing. I mean, right there, we could stop the podcast right now. You guys, <laughs> the thing is head down 90 days, three, four, five hours of effort, because here's what I hear, Joel, my Instagram is filled with people that say, dude, I, I called a for sale by owner. I called and expired and I, it didn't work, man. I don't know about this outbound prospecting. I mean, how many conversations are you having on a daily basis when you started building and what are you doing today? Like give people context of how many conversations it takes. Yeah, it varies. You know, some days you have good days, some days you have bad days and you work from 20 to 50. Yeah. Um, today was like my contact rate was horrible. Like I had yeah. five an hour. Mm. The day before that, I had 50 contacts in two and a half hours. Yeah. So, I mean, it just kind of kind of depends, you know, but as many as possible. I try to focus on the action. Yeah. So, okay, I called for four hours today, five hours today. It doesn't matter how many people I talk to. Because, because we can't control it anyways, right? Right, right, exactly. All right, so your prospecting, uh, give us an idea of the number of transactions that the 150,000 in GCI represents so people can wrap their brain around it and then we'll break down the metrics and the lead sources. Yeah, so uh, 20 transactions so far, year to date. Got it. And um, go ahead. One is for my sphere. Two of them are for sale by owners, which if we're going to be honest with each other, I haven't been like, that's my goal for this next half of the year is to call every single one, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but, but two of those two expireds, uh, 10 absentees, and then five buyers, which three of them came from absentees. They were tenants wanting to buy. Love it. It's great. So absentees have been like your bread and butter since that lead source you introduced to your business. And now you're going to really hone in on, I would imagine for sale by owners and expires in addition to absentees as you're starting to get more and more and more of them because the market is shifting. Is that right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So do you have <laughs> your ratios broken down that you can share? Like how many contacts it takes you to get a lead, how many contacts to an appointment, things of that nature? Yeah, I do. Uh, so contacts to appointment is 40, Okay. 40.8. Uh, appointments to list, which is 2%, by the way. Um, appointments to listing is 5.5, which is about 18%. And then contacts to listing is 227. Got it. See, and so the thing is, what did you learn about 
What did you learn as a byproduct of tracking your numbers as closely as you are, whereas before you weren't tracking anything? Yeah, the best part is knowing how much money I make every time somebody hangs up on me. That's right. And how much do you make for every time somebody hangs up on you? Uh, about 27 bucks. $27. So it's like, thank you very much. Cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. And we know that every 227 conversations, you're getting a contract signed. Is that right? Yeah, correct. One thing that I don't follow that maybe I, I should keep track is uh, my follow-up numbers. So this is all like- All in. Yeah, and first initial contact type stuff. Got it, got it. Okay. Um, and how many of the, just because we're talking about ratios, of the listings you've taken, how many have sold versus not sold? What is your listing taken to listing sold ratio? Uh, this year, I've sold all of them. And I have one that's uh, uh, one active. Got it. So you've sold, you've, so 227, not only is a listing, 227 for you, 227 contacts is actually a paycheck. Yeah, I count 90% of it just to- Absolutely, smart, smart business move. And so um, everyone that's watching this episode or listening to this episode of the podcast, understand now that Joel, as you move forward, we were talking about this off air, how much confidence do you now have through the skills you've developed, the numbers you've tracked, the, the, the results you've produced, knowing that all you have to do to get a paycheck is have 227 conversations? Like, what does that do to your mindset now? Yeah, it's, it's cool because, you know, you're calling and then, you know, like eventually you're going to run into something, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it just it just makes it that much easier, really. Is your worry and your doubt gone though? Like when you first got started, a lot of the, you know, like we call it phase two, right? This, this, this level of deception, like, man, is real estate for me? All these types of thoughts, are all of those gone now? Like, in other words, it's just up to Joel to make a decision whether or not how many listings he wants or not, correct? Yeah, pretty much. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, to be completely transparent, I mean, I still have a little bit of, of doubt not sure. like i don't know it's because because when you do do it and then you make a lot of money it's kind of like you know did i get lucky right you know? i gotta do but it all I, over but, again but i've proven it before because you know last year i think the highest month of listings that i've had was six this year was seven in a month so i mean i guess that doubt is just a natural i guess you know i know i can you know it's just a yeah matter of putting in work yeah. And here's the other thing that you will continue to do throughout your career that that uh, that everybody goes through, including myself. The more times you prove it to yourself, the 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 doubt will continue to dissipate. So like you you prove it and it's like, man, am I just getting lucky? Can I do it again? And then you do it again and then you do it again and then you do it again. And that's where, you know, you build that up over time. It's like the the fear and the doubt of you know, is this business for me? Can I keep doing this? Starts to go down and you start to add things to the business that builds in this infrastructure of consistency. So uh, on the tactical side, so thank you for sharing all of those numbers. Sure. You give us, so are you still working the same lead sources? Like when you make your three, four five hours of calls, who is it that you're, that you're calling? Yeah. So absentee owners, um, FISBOs, expireds, you know, we really don't get a ton of them still. Right. You know, there are, there are more properties on the market. They're taking a little bit longer to sell, but, you know, for sale by owners, I've had two maybe this month. 
wow. in the last month. Yeah, expireds. I mean, they come up. They do. Um, but there's still not like a ton of them. Like, I don't think I've had one this week. Um, Which is a testament to your market. I mean, you must be your market. So, so it was your, and I don't want to get into this too much. This is a whole conversation, but has your market not slowed down that much yet? Uh, no, places are still selling. You yeah. know, there's a lot more on the market. And I guess there's, you know, when, when things start to shift, it kind of doesn't like happen instantly. That's I mean, true. I, don't, I don't know. I'm guessing, you know, we're going to see the, the effects of things here in the next, you know, months to come. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone around the country, we're starting to see more and more for sale by owners, not sell more of them, uh, more expired withdrawns, canceled, enter the marketplace. So um, there'll be just be more listing opportunities. So what is it that you attribute your success to when it comes to lead generation specifically? In other words, do you have a bunch of different strategies or is it just outbound calls? Do you do direct mail? Are you running Facebook ads? You doing, what are you doing to get the business? Yeah, no, it's just pretty much calls. Just you know, calls, no, no, nothing fancy, nothing sexy. Just pick the phone up, talk to human. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's real exciting. And by that, we I mean th- it's real boring, but it pays yeah. the bills. Yeah, I think it's fun. You know, it is boring, but it, it's fun, you know. Um, I do a little bit of mail. Like if I get a hot lead, I'll, I'll yeah. write them a handwritten letter, but I have somebody help me out with that. I don't need to do it myself. Yeah. So, so if you were going to coach a brand new agent, that was just, and I probably have asked you this question. I don't know how many times I'll ask it a different way, but if, but if a brand new agent, you know, you meet with him, he has a cup of coffee. He's like, dude, I see all these podcasts and they're talking about this and they're talking about this tactic and social media and branding, Facebook ads, PPC, farming, you know, all this stuff, Joel, should I be doing all of that? Like does phone calls really still work? Are you telling me you just pick the phone up? You're not doing anything else. Come on, man. Give me the real deal. Don't, don't hold back on me, please. Like, what are you telling to that person? Yeah. I think some of those other strategies, I think they can work. I think they do work for some people. I think the amount of people it works for is a lot less. I think it costs a lot more money. I think it takes a lot more time. But yeah, picking up the phone is is cheap. Um, and all you really need is a little bit of skill, you know, which comes over time. I mean, if you have 20, 30, 40 conversations every single day, you know, before you know it, it'll be a uh, second nature. Yeah. And, and I'll be really clear for the audience. Uh, and I'm going to start to because everyone thinks of me as like just the outbound guy. But like the reality is, to your point, all those other strategies work. It just takes a lot of money and it takes a lot of time. And so through, you know, an outbound free approach of just picking up the phone, it's just your effort and your skills and you can get into business and momentum and start generating revenue and your cost per acquisition is $0. So which once you do that, you can start to invest back in your business. So on the tactical side, what are some things that you're saying over the telephone that you find really work, either like a specific script or high-level tactical approach on the on, on the conversations? Um, you know, you got to learn how to like read the other person on the other side of the phone. Yeah. Because I find oftentimes, even when someone comes off like aggressive, like who the hell is this? I'm able to like, you know, bring them down, you know, by mirroring and matching with their tone and whatnot. But a lot of things that I say, you know, in the script, it doesn't matter. I mean, it kind of does, but as long as you're talking to somebody, you know, ultimately is what's important. 
Um, but I say things like, you know, would it offend you if I did this? Or, um, hey, I understand that's completely respectable. You're, you're holding on for the next year. I respect it. Yeah. And so then, you mm, go ahead, keep going. Yeah. And those, those are kind of like, you know, the two phrases that I go to a lot. So you've learned how to really lower somebody's resistance or reactance by keeping your emotions in check just by being agreeable um, will allow you to further the conversation. And, and what you have learned is that the longer the conversation goes, the higher likelihood of it turning into a lead or an opportunity. Is that correct? Yeah, because you you dig a little bit deeper. You know, you get past that that reflex. Yeah, yeah. So um, of the business that you're getting, how much, you mentioned this earlier in the conversation, if you had to guess how much comes through initial contact versus follow-up on a percentage basis, if you just had to take a guess. Uh, 90, 10, maybe. Maybe, maybe a little bit higher than 10%. Because I have had like cold call, set the appointment, Got the Absolutely. Paper, got it signed on the But you would um, say 90, roughly 90% is coming through initial conversation, generate an opportunity, mm-hmm. put them into your follow-up system, strengthen the relationship over time, and that turns into business 90% of the time. Yeah. 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 I would yeah. agree 100%. And so I think on the tactical side, I'll leave uh, the audience with one tactical takeaway. It's like, don't get so caught up in, oh, I didn't get anything on this call. That's the other mindset I think agents are missing. It's their expectation of thinking they're going to get something on the initial call. It's called lead generation. Yes, we're looking for appointments, but 90% of the time you're getting a lead and that's the win. Because going back to how we started, pipeline maturity, most people can't rationalize that this lead is going to turn into something in a month from now. They want it now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, totally. 100%. I love it. What didn't I ask you that you think the audience should know about your business and and what's allowed you to, I don't know what the percentage growth is on that. I could probably do the math, but like go from 25,000, you didn't double. You, you like, I don't know what it, what is that? Four X maybe five X something. Yeah. I think it's like six, six X in in less in less than a year. So is there anything you, I didn't ask you that you think the audience would get value from? No, I mean, I think we pretty much covered it. You know, you just have to do the work. You know, at one, like I said earlier, you know, at one point I was like, all right, you got to be real with yourself. Like, how long have you called? You know, an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, that got me a little bit. But then I was like, well, what if I do it for four hours? Yeah. What if I do it for five hours? And then just like do that every single day, no matter what. Nothing else is important. Follow up. You don't got to wait. Follow up. Quit playing yourself. I love and, it. You know, you don't have attorneys to to call. You don't have inspections. You don't have appraisals. You don't, you don't have none of that. So just get on the phone and just call and call and call and call and call until you get a listing. I mean, it's really that simple. I mean, yeah. you just have to do the work and um, it takes an extraordinary amount of effort just to get like average results. And I think the biggest problem, Joel, to your point is agents are not talking to enough people, period end of story. And hopefully, hopefully not, but because of that, it's end of career. You know, it's like, you just not, the equation is very simple. It's the amount of people we talk to times our skill equals success, period. And if you're not getting enough success, then you're not talking to enough people. And when you talk to enough people, your skills grow and it's that 
basic and that simple. So dude, I appreciate it. I told you I was going to keep this to 10 minutes. I don't know if I uh, kept true to that or not, but like always, I'm sure there's a lot of nuggets people got from the episode. So dude, I appreciate you jumping on with me today. Cool, man. I appreciate you like always. I'll talk to you soon, Joel. Take care, brother. Sounds good. Later, man.